Hey guys, it's Jeff. On this week's episode, I totally forgot to mention that my co-host Hari wasn't feeling well, so he couldn't be with us, but he'll be back with us next week. Thanks for watching or listening. Hi, welcome back to another episode of ChatGBC. Today I'm here with Zach Larson. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah, so you're a communications ma media major. Mm -hmm. you're yeah, yeah you're I graduated last year. I'm in my master's right now uh, for marketing management. Oh, so. that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, and you're on the uh, track and field team Mm -hmm. Cross country as well, or yeah, I'm now retired from cross country because I used up my eligibility. But yeah, I'm doing track right now, so uh, mid distance. And you're also a filmmaker and photographer. Yeah, yeah, I like to do uh, different kinds of things: skits, photos for people, music videos, sports, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I know you you photographed Mac McClung, which we'll definitely get into. But yeah. you photographed him at the. Uh, dunk contest mm -hmm. but we're definitely going to get into that um but first tell me about like how you found gbc and yeah yeah i mean it's it's actually pretty interesting to be honest because um back in high school i had a uh when i was on the cross country team i had a teammate that was looking into goldie beacom he didn't end up coming here uh shout out marquise but he uh he just had mentioned the school to me and at that time my junior senior year i was like really locked in on like trying to find a place to run at like running was like my whole life at that time because uh, I wasn't doing as much photographic stuff and all that but I uh, got the email of the coach at the time uh, Andy Andrew Shear, and um, I kind of just emailed him and then uh, a week or two later or however long it was he hit me back and um, you know at the time their their team just truthfully wasn't that uh skilled or at the same level as we are now that's grown a lot the whole program between track and field and cross country but um I came on a, a visit it was like one of the only college visits I actually did um I came to Goldie Beacom small school there was a lot of construction going on this was in like 2018 2019 um I remember seeing in one of the episodes that you guys were talking about about the market there wasn't even like a cafeteria it was like a fridge when I came in with like a with little meals and whatnot so um yeah I looked at the school and I, I wasn't even sure if I really was gonna come here um there was like Goldie Beacom I was thinking about maybe staying local at East Stroudsburg or uh possibly Shippensburg because they were like really well known for for running and stuff like that but um I'm thankful I did there's I mean we could talk about it later what the school has done but um, I just think everything happens for a reason. So I'm happy I came here, nice small school. And uh, the main reason was, at the time, scholarship and stuff like that. It, it uh, helped my family out, helped me out tremendously. So they yeah. looked after me. Yeah, that's amazing. No, let's let's talk about it. What are some of the things that, like, through your experience? Because I know there's both things that, you know, you've experienced at the college and then things with your, like, filmmaking and photography career outside. But, like, what are some things, you know, that the college has you know, played a part in, you know, in, in your life and your, your journey? Yeah, I mean, there's two, there's like two things that come to mind with that, with that question. First, I think the school being uh, so small and just the nature of the school in itself, like, I feel like help is always there if you need it, whether it's people on campus that you build relationships with or people that you get to know. Um, the professors have, at least on my end, always been just very like, 
I don't want to say easy, like the classes are easy, but it's just more like, it's not like super strict. Like they're there to help you. The school isn't trying to like, just say, this is what you're going to do. And you got to do it by then. Like people are going to be lenient and try to help you with certain things I've noticed over time. And then, um, I think the school's also like in a, in a great location. So for stuff that I do, um, like with the music videos and, and film and stuff like that, I mean, Wilmington has its own market of people in the city, but then you're also like an hour 15 from Baltimore. You're not too far from DC. New York is up the way, even though traffic is a pain getting into New York, yeah. New Jersey, PA. So it's in a, it's in a good spot too. Like the school has a lot of opportunity around. And I think, um, although Delaware is small, like I said, you can build a lot of connections within Delaware and kind of expand out. Yeah, no, I feel the same way about, because Senny and I have talked a lot about, like, should we move with filmmaking things, should mm -hmm. we, but, and I'm even now talking to my gaffer, Jeremy, so maybe I'll send this to him. <laughs> I was saying that to him last week, it's like 25, 30 minutes from Philly, not too oh, far yeah, from Philly, Baltimore, yeah, two hours from D.C., mm -hmm. two hours from New York, um, so there's, and then as well, Wilmington has its own, you know, a lot of great things going on, Yeah. Um, so... And then uh, to your point, too, about the college kind of helping people through, I went to Montgomery College in Maryland, um, Germantown, Maryland, and uh, the college experience was so much different. Like, um, I couldn't get through some of the classes. Maybe part of that was me, you know, but also it was really like, are you, you know, they're just there to kind of get you, like, in the class and out. They don't care if they fail you. It doesn't yeah. matter, like, how you... Do, and I, I'm sure that's experience at a lot of places, but it was definitely different when I came to Goldie. It was like, you know, they kind of balanced everything that you brought here yeah. and, you know, trying to help you get to the to the next phase. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, yeah. like, that's a good word for it, balance. Like, I'm able to do what I, like, need to do or want to do, but then also, like, you know, you still get taken care of over the time what you need to get taken care of, whether that's courses or um like even with classes, they accust, uh, what's the word? Accommodate it to your schedule with uh, track or whatever sport you do. And we're all Fridays, so yeah. that's also a huge plus. Like you don't see that, and yeah. I don't know any school that does that, but yeah. so that's also a plus. Yeah, that's amazing. So you're a communications and media major. What are some things that you've done at Goldie? You know, maybe both in the class, but then I, and I know I've seen a bunch of your skits and mm. uh, and. <laughs> Can't wait to get into talking about some of the other work, but like specifically to Goldie Beacom, what are some things that like, how's your experience been in that program and, and what have you seen kind of, kind of change or anything? Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, not even just saying it cause I know you, I mean, we have lightning studios, uh, you know, anybody that, that wants to come here or that is here that might not know about what's going on with that. Like that's, that's your first step into the door, like being a media and communications major, you got to start at the school. Um, I mean, when I was when I was here, I tried getting involved with basketball and softball, a couple other things sports wise. And, uh, you know, tried to just be involved in a couple projects you did, like the mini movies and stuff. Um, so in that sense, with the school, that's kind of where I was at. Um, uh, the the major itself, though, like only started like halfway into my my time being here so in like 2021 or something they introduced it so I think the school still needs time to develop that because to my knowledge this is mainly like a business school I feel like a lot of focus on the schools like accounting finance uh things of that nature so I mean they a lot of classes I did weren't here they were at like uh DCAD which is some art school in in Wilmington 
another school in like PA. I just kind of did a lot of online courses, but I learned like a couple things like a Photoshop, Adobe Illustrator. I took like a painting class to understand like how to color things. So that was kind of interesting. So I think it's still kind of in it, in its infancy and its sorts, but uh, just trying to like get in with Lightning Studios and like, you know, you're very welcoming. You are there to help people. So I think that's like the best way to go. Um, yeah. At least when it comes to the school. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, the shout out as well. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, the work you've done uh, specifically, let's start with the skits. So mm -hmm. Because you have, like, one of them the other day I was going through, and I saw, like, a day in the life of Zach Larson. And yeah. it starts, like, a day in the life of anybody else. Yeah. And then it turns into, like, a classic. <laughs> like, you know a Zach Larson video when you see yeah. it. So tell me about, like, that, the personality and just those skits and where, how those came to be and then how where you see them going. Um, yeah, I just uploaded one earlier today. I tried to get it on TikTok, but with copyright noises, they're, they're killing me on TikTok. But I think with the skits... Like, just my whole life, like, growing up, being in school, like, I was, like, literally got the class clown, like, award or whatever in high school. Um, I don't know where it exactly comes from. My, my dad is, like, pretty humorous, but I don't know. I think growing up, I was, a, like, short. I was tinier than everybody, and, like, um, I don't know. I just think my way of getting around certain things was, like, was humor, just being funny and, and just making jokes of everything. I try not to take, like things too serious like if you know me like messages and stuff even like that so I think when it comes to skits some of the skits I've done they're not even up on my some of my pages anymore because some of them are a little a little uh, out of the ordinary to say the least but I just like making people laugh that's my thing I just like to entertain people make them laugh and that's that's where I'm most like happy most comfortable is uh just making content especially skits like humor-based stuff so because when I was younger, like 12, 13, I started watching YouTube videos, getting into gaming videos. And just from there, I've just always been making, like, funny stuff. It's just who I am. Yeah. So do you? how does that work, like, the group that you do that with? Like, do you have – because I know a couple of years ago when I saw them, you had, like, friends, mm -hmm. people at school that kind of helped you with them, that yeah. were in them sometimes. Is that still the case? Or do you have somebody filming? It just really depends on the type of video. I mean, I feel like um, – the way I, I do skits, I try to think of it, and then I'm trying to get it done, like, ASAP. So if people can't be around for it, I got to think of a way to, to just get it done on my own. I mean, um, sometimes I'll have my girlfriend sit there, hold the camera when it comes to certain things. Uh, and if I got to do it on my own, I'll do it on my own. But, yeah, I mean, my friends are usually willing to help. They, they enjoy it. Um, but a couple of the recent ones, I just had to do it on my own but I got no problem with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's, sometimes it takes a team and other times you just got to do things yourself. Exactly. I have always <laughs> been a, a, an advocate for just like making your own things, learning, and then, you mm -hmm. know, growing when, when the time comes. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes that doesn't come when you expect it to come, but you yeah. keep, you know, you keep learning. And it's, it's so, so interesting, like, you know, for your experience here as a, as a communications and media major, you know, I feel like it's, you know, the things you've done, the stuff you've done for basketball and as well as softball, it's like, you know, you've taught yourself in a lot of ways. And uh, in a lot of ways, that's really beneficial. You probably like learned some things from YouTube. And um, yeah, so tell me about like how it's gone from finding that you have a passion to like make people laugh through the skits, mm -hmm. through your videos and like and at the, as well. And then going into like teaching yourself how to do it. Like what's that experience yeah, I, been like? I think, like, the whole photo video thing, like, 
the only way you really are going to learn is like doing it. I mean, you could watch a lot of videos, but it's like, this is an art, you know, this like trying to paint on a canvas, but you're using a camera. You got to put your hands to it and really do it. You can't just replicate something just by looking at it. So, um, I mean, yeah, over time, like you just learn, you see, you see yourself get better, your work get better over time. The first time I started doing like stuff, like really getting into it was like 2019. And then to now it's like you just learn certain things about how to light certain things yeah. or make a shot or a certain angle look a certain way and it's a it's really a beautiful thing over time because it just ever evolves and yeah. i think we live in a, a great time now like you have youtube and so many other resources out there to help like improve yourself your editing lighting things uh things like that um when it comes to me like even though that's my main thing, like, I, I don't even know everything about, not everything about cameras, but, like, even some basic stuff. Like, yeah. I just sit there to play with things and try to make it look good. Yeah. So, yeah. That's yeah. That. No, that's interesting because I, I was just about to comment on that. Like, I feel like I said something two years ago about, like, oh, I'm just now being able to bring to life the things that are in my head, you know, because that's the, when you're, like, coming up with the skits or a film idea or you know, like the recent Super Bowl thing we did, it's like you have a vision in your head and only really you know what it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've heard even great directors talk about you. It, it's never going to live up to the way it is in your head. And so even that was so close, you know. And so it's like the further you get, the more you learn about it, the more there is to learn, yeah. you know. And that's kind of like the good and the bad thing. It's like, yeah. you know, the better you get, the better your stuff gets, but then the higher you shoot and then the more you have to learn and the you know, the less it, it yeah. kind of, it's, it's a deep, a deep field of yeah. stuff, depending on how far you want to go. Yeah. You can make things super simple or you can make things, we can make the walls fall off of this room. If we want slime come out the, the, the walls or whatever, depending on what you want to do. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of different rabbit holes to go into, Absolutely. but I really want to talk about, cause I, I was so proud to see you photographing Mac McClung mm -hmm. at the All-Star Game and yeah. the uh, dunk contest specifically. So tell me about that whole experience because I know he's on the 76ers, like, kind of um, – the he plays for, like, the uh, – the um, what are they called? The Philadelphia – or the – Delaware Blue Coats. Yeah, right? yeah. He's he's with another. I think he's with the Orlando now. He was wow. just with with them for a year. Yeah. So he came to to, to like the they're like a Philadelphia affiliate team. Yeah, right? like the farm team, minor league team, if you will. And Basically, so you, that's the Blue Coats. And you were photographing the team and all their events because I remember seeing all that work. So you got yeah. you built like a relationship with yeah, the players. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Some of them, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for so, sure. So tell me, how did it end up that you went to the dunk contest? Yeah, I mean. So what was this last year? So my senior year. So the end of my junior year, I, uh, I don't even know if I knew if I knew there was a team out here. I forget how exactly I went uh, to one of the games, but I knew I could bring a camera. They like G League games. You could sit in the crowd and bring a camera, which is rare for like some sporting events, at least on the pro level, because they don't let you really do that no more. So, um, yeah, I went a couple times and would just take pictures and uh at the merch stand there was a, a lady working uh coach angie that's what i call her um i just asked her like are there any positions open or whatever and she just gave me her email she was like doing a lot of the uh community events and stuff like that and uh over time like i would just find out about events and literally just show up they didn't have anybody really doing that um they always had people taking pictures of the games but when it came to the community there wasn't a lot going on and uh 
especially in the summer, the blue coats do like like a hundred events over the over the summer, sometimes two a day, and you know there's just a few people making it happen, so that, that was a great thing i would uh I was living in p a before I was trying to stay down here, and I would try to just make it up from the Poconos to here like a two hour drive or from New York two hour drive like at least once a week, so I was just always showing up doing something. And there was a, an event, like an open gym event, where kids would come, and it was like a little basketball camp for the kids that the Blue Coats would host. And uh, I did a video, and then it got up to one of the, the higher-ups there. He liked what I, what I was doing and like, wanted to have an interview with me and talk more about possibly working with the team. And when I heard that, I was so excited. I remember he sent a text trying to set up a date, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. I, like, I was going to make the drive no matter what. Like, so that was a, a pretty cool thing. It really just uh, came to be just by showing up and just trying to be consistent. Um, when I put my mind to something, it's over. It just it's it stays in there until I can make it happen. So um, yeah, it wasn't till like November till I officially like signed a, a contract to to join the team. But um, I probably came at the best possible possible year for that team. They won a G League title. I got myself a little ring, so that was pretty pretty cool. That's amazing. Um, Mac McClung, first G League player to ever uh, go, I think, go to a dunk contest and win the dunk contest. So being there for that was was incredible. Got to see LeBron, all those kinds of things. But I just got myself into that that position just by, like I said, staying consistent and literally just a, like asking a question. Sometimes it's it's just about asking and yeah you never know if you don't ask so absolutely and like you saw a an opportunity you mm -hmm. saw kind of like no one else was there so you just showed up so I want to get more into the dunk contest photos and things like that but how long were you doing this stuff for free before they hired you uh probably like six months or so wow yeah it definitely took a toll on my pockets but like I was just so locked into to making it happen and to me it's not really about like you know, at some point down in my life, it's like, okay, you got to take care of, you know, I have a girlfriend, have, you know, a child one day or something like that, family. Uh, you got to be able to pay bills. But, like, for me, this this craft, this thing, like, it's a real passion. When you have a real passion for something, you're going to do it regardless. Yeah. So I think with that, like, even though I was making, like, minimum wage or doing everything for free, I was just trying to find a way to make it happen. And that's that's kind of what you do when, when you want something. So. Yeah. 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 No, it's amazing. Um, it's such a great story because it led to he personally, Mac personally asked you to come to the dunk contest, right? Well, the I mean, I, I like I know him a little bit. Like, I'm not going to say I know his number, this, that and the third. But like we like, hey, what's up? How are you? Yada, yada, like yeah. locker room stuff. But um, like the the one guy, Alex, who's like the I don't want to butcher his his title, like business communication like vice president of operations whatever he he yeah. asked me if i wanted to go and i was like absolutely yeah yeah because uh we were on i was on a road trip with the team actually we we're in alabama memphis and ohio and he asked me then once we found out mac was gonna be in the dunk contest i was like yeah absolutely i want to go so um yeah but i got to go in the locker room with mac after and everything like that after his win took pictures of him with the with the trophy and it was just it was crazy it was absolutely crazy experience yeah i want to get more into that yeah. because it's so crazy that doing something for free six months not knowing what the opportunity is going to be and then you end up hanging out with literally the winner of the nba dunk contest mm -hmm. and then i'm sure you got you were like in the area with other oh, you yeah. know like 
some of the best players in the world. Like, tell yeah. me about what that, how awesome that was for you and like, you know, what it meant to like capture those photos and, and yeah. Yeah. Just, just at that time, Mac had been um, signed to like a two-way contract officially, which means he could play for the Sixers or the Blue Coats, depending on who needed him. So the Sixers media team was there too. And um, they had like a certain spot reserved for the Sixers, like all the way at the top. And I was like, at first, at, when I went there, I thought I was going to be on the floor. Like, so I kind of got myself slightly bummed out about that. But um, <laughs> what I did is uh, the next day, because he played in a couple events, like before the dunk contest, like he did like a Rising Stars game the day before. So we were just up in the stands. I thought to myself, all right, I'm going to show up early that day of the dunk contest and when they're doing all the other stuff. And I found a seat, like the third row, and I was just praying nobody was going to take the seat. And literally throughout the whole stadium, that whole section and whatnot, the, the one spot I was sitting in or like right around it, the, the person didn't show up. So I asked the people in that, like, is it cool if I stay here to shoot? And uh, they didn't care. So I got extremely lucky just sitting down there, being able to be close, trying to capture uh, – like, I did the same thing for the All-Star game, uh, the dunk contest. So I got, like, real lucky with that. But it was it was dope. You got to see people like Fat Joe was there. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was there. Uh, just a whole bunch of, like, other celebrities. And it's, like, this, like, it's surreal. I'm sitting right here and literally, like, to that wall over there is, like, LeBron. And I got a great picture of him uh, doing his thing where he puts the chalk or whatever that is up in the air. So. Yeah. I, I was I was just shocked, like how lucky I was, and, and just so grateful to be there. That's amazing, man. That is so cool. Yeah. So, do you have any favorite photos from that whole experience that you want to talk about? Like, because I know I've seen a few, but do you, what are some of your like favorite moments from that that uh, that trip? Yeah, one thing that I learned like on the fly that someone taught me while I was there was like about my picture profile on the camera. So before I was taking photos, they were like kind of doled out. Mm -hmm. um, basically is what that means. So I turned that off and my pictures had so much more life to them and it couldn't come at the more perfect time. So I got like, like I mentioned the picture of LeBron, he's like my favorite player of all time. I think he's the greatest of all time. That's a whole different discussion. But like I said, the picture of him with the chalk, uh, got like really good pictures of like Ja Morant dunking. Um, the dunk contest itself was, was pretty cool. Like getting those shots. So, um, yeah, just those are like a, a few couple that come to mind. Getting pictures of Joel Embiid because I'm a Sixers fan as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. So you've done like this is such a great thing for your portfolio, you know, for just an, a life experience. Mm -hmm. What is kind of like your what are you going to try to do next? Like what is it? Because I know you've done some music videos. You, you've done a lot of event photography videos. You know, the, the creative skits that you do, the, the photography. Mm -hmm. What is it that you want to get into? Man, I mean. That's a good question. I mean, I definitely need to, not need to be, but I want to be, like, in that field. But truthfully, like, it's good to have a plan, but I just take each day one day at a time. I know my mom doesn't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to hear that. But, like, literally for me and my mental, it's like taking it one day at a time. There's just certain things I try to do in a day. Uh, I'll try to apply to, like, video editing jobs and, and stuff like that. I, w I thought I was almost going to be working for, like, this uh, yoga company, video editing. But LinkedIn, uh, it was like a scam, a whole scam. I, <laughs> I thought I was about to have, like, a full-time job. I had the full discussion with my parents about it. And then uh, come to find out it was, like, a full full scam. So what I was, just – What were they trying to do? It wasn't a real ad. It wasn't even a real ad on LinkedIn. They wanted, like, they had sent an offer letter. It was, like, the most official-looking thing, like a whole process of screening questions, but 
like I never actually got to talk to somebody like on the phone or something just felt off about it. And uh, we, my girlfriend called the, uh, like the headquarters or whatever and, and asked like, is this like a real position? They said they were receiving like calls about like fake LinkedIn uh, things. So that fell through, but yeah, I, just, I don't know. I just take it one day at a time and I know God is going to make a way for me and I'm going to just keep in this field. And right now I'm just making content, stuff like that. And yeah. whatever happens, happens really. Yeah. I remember when I was around your age, uh, maybe a little bit older and I was graduating and um, I was like really, you know, kind of stressed about trying to find a certain thing, like enter a certain, cause there's so many different uh, areas you can get into with this creative stuff. And I remember Joel Warden hooked me up with his friend, uh, ironically, his name is Jeff with a J though. Mm. And, uh, I've expressed that to him. We had like zoom calls and, um, or, or it wasn't even zoom wasn't popular at the time. It was more like Skype. And, uh, I remember expressing that to him. Like I'm trying to, you know, like you seem like you have a good attitude about it. Like you're open to everything that comes. And I was very like, I want to get into this. I want to get into this, but I don't know like what specifically he's like, you're at a perfect point because, you can test everything out and find out like what's working, what you're passionate about, what, you know, what is clicking. And, um, and I still feel like I'm at that point, you know, I know where I want to go directing films and, you know, being a writer director. Um, but that's a thing you can do your whole life right now. It's about trying to like, you know, like you said, like find yourself, build those skills up. And, um, and yeah, so, so you've, you're kind of open to uh, whatever comes, but say you're looking at yourself like 10, 15, 20 years down the line, like what is like a dream? You know, if somebody was like, you can make anything you want, you can do anything you want. What is kind of like the dream position or dream role or dream, you know, medium that you'd be in? Oh man. I mean, I think my whole life, like just like what I tried to get back into now, just like finding a way, just like vlogging and, just entertaining people like whether that's somehow a show of some sort a podcast I don't, I don't exactly know that's like at my deepest form like I guess working for myself in a sense um would be would be my answer for for that like I just that's that's what I like to do is vlog and and entertain people make people laugh uh, I'm not like the type to be like a comedian stand-up kind of person but just like just making content being with friends um, and stuff like that. I don't know how realistic that is, but that would be my answer to something like that. Yeah. Now is the best time for it. You see so many people doing that exact thing. And yeah. I feel like you have the perfect personality for that as well. And you're doing the right thing by making the stuff, you know, and, uh, and by being open to the opportunities that come your way. So, um, to talking about like your friends, mm -hmm. how has like your experience at Goldie been with, with friends like that? Cause I know you've, you know, you've been here, you know, for four, maybe this is your fifth year. Mm -hmm. Um, has there been, have you had like great friends over this period of time? Yeah. I mean, for sure. There's a lot of people, um, mainly like associated with like track cross country that th these are people that you see almost every day, people that I live with in the dorm. Mm -hmm. Um, so a couple of them like Tymir, Youssef have been in my videos. Mike isn't here anymore. He goes, he's out of, out of college, but Mike has always been a, a good friend to me and, um, just something important like that I do. I just whether I don't see them on campus, I call people every day. Any, anybody that watches this who knows that I call them, they know I call them every day whether they answer or not. Mm. Um, that's just a big foundation of who I am is just checking up on my friends and seeing how they are. And, uh, yeah, there's definitely people that, 
that uh, support me or just even if they don't agree with something, they're going to tell me, which is super important. You don't want people, uh, real friends, aren't, aren't just going to yes you to death or, or things like that. They're going to give an opinion and try to help you. So definitely there's been a few people that I've built bond with over time for that. Yeah, that's really cool. So another uh, question I have for you, because this is for my own personal interest, uh, mm-hmm. I know that you shoot a lot of music videos. or you I don't know if you still do, but I know you did. Yeah, you did yeah I just ton. shot one a, a couple days ago, actually. That's, that's yeah. amazing. I want to hear if you were comfortable sharing, yeah. if you have any, like, great experiences, but also, like, sketchy experiences, because I've heard some, some, uh, about yeah. some sketchy ones. Nah, yeah, I mean, a lot of the, uh, starting, starting out, I did a lot of, and still actually do a lot of work in, like, New York, um, in the, in the Bronx, Brooklyn, stuff like that, and, um, without going into too much detail, I mean, these are just some areas that are a little, um, sometimes less fortunate than others, so, um, just the, the way of life around there is a, is a certain way and that's just how it is. But, um, coming into it, you know, that's not, that's not me <laughs> or my, uh, upbringing. So it's just something that I had to adjust to. It's something that I'm like used to now and just understand how it is. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely been times where there's, uh, the guns pointed at your face, like for the video, sometimes the gun might not even be on safety and that's a little, <laughs> that's a little scary, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's just every time I've worked with somebody, I've never been, like, threatened by the actual mm-hmm. actual person. It's just more of the uh, sometimes the surroundings, the unexpected, like anything can happen at any given moment, just depending on what's happening, where you are. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely been a couple couple times where things are, like, a little, little shaky or off, but that's just because that's not the environment that me or you or other people might not be used to. That's, but that's, that's how it is uh, for some people. So, so how did that start? Did you just start doing something for some local artists and then your name got around and people were just like, yeah, uh, you know, I got a, a guy named Zach who does music videos. Yeah, basically one of the, uh, the kids I went to high school with, he, he was doing music and stuff and he let me shoot like one of his first, first and like, we did a couple music videos. So uh, I shot his first video for like 70 bucks or something like that. And yeah. I, I immediately like loved it. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I love music, music, fashion, uh, that, that kind of stuff. That's like right up my alleyway. So we, I did a lot of videos just locally in PA and Stroudsburg and stuff like that. And a lot of people from, from that town are like from New York or uh, go back and forth between New York, depending on where their family is. So yeah, word would uh, start to spread around and then, go to New York, film a video for somebody, maybe somebody nearby who knows them, word just starts bouncing around. And, you know, you put things up on Instagram or some of the videos would go on like a, a local rap page out there and, you know, they would tag you and stuff like that. So then people would just find out more and more. Yeah, so, yeah. that's amazing. You've done so many different things. It feels like a lot of like great foundation for kind of what you're going to do next and yeah. setting a great example as well for communication medias that are uh, media majors that are currently here, but as well, like the future ones that come as they build the program. So, you know, um, do you have any advice for maybe like younger students who are either communication and media majors now, or the ones that are going to come to Goldie, you know, do you have any insights or, or advice for them how to get started or yeah, I, I would just say like, you gotta, you gotta go after it. You gotta take your camera or whatever it is that you're trying to do and just learn as much as you can if you're if you're willing like like I said depending on how deep you want to go in the field is is how much you're, you're going to try to learn or whatnot so uh you just got to do it 
like sim- simple as that. At least with this, you just got to do it. And uh, the more you do, the better you're going to become at it because you just learn certain things. Your eye will learn certain things. And um, networking is also like a huge thing. Like I would be working at Foot Locker at the mall and I would just literally just ask people like, do you know anybody that needs a video for anything? Like literally, I don't care if it's uh, fashion, rap videos, like if you're a cleaning service, like I try, I try to talk to anybody. You never know who might have a business or a need for the thing that you might do. And sometimes all it takes is a simple conversation. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, um, do you have any advice for the program itself that starts to build anything that could have helped you more or anything that could have, you know, um, cause I know it's such an interesting field about like how you learn and things like that. But, but yeah, I think just, uh, just try to get it more on like campus. Like, like I said, I did a lot of classes that weren't here at all. I took like maybe one intro to film class, but that wasn't like, that was learning about like movie plots and stuff. But in terms of like, uh, camera stuff, like they got to get you or somebody like a professor out here to, uh, I think get more involved as, as the field grows here. I think just try to get it more like on campus rather than sending us online or us or the kids online stuff yeah, like that. yeah absolutely i totally agree and to kind of close this out what do you feel like you're going to take with you from your overall gbc experience the opportunities that you've found being in the area you know athletic experience all those things the friends what do you think you're going to take from gbc into kind of like the next phase of your life i think the person i was when i came here to who i am now is like I feel like I've grown a lot. Like, I still like to joke and be, like, immature online and stuff like that. But, like, as an actual person, um, just, like, the the course of events of things that have happened to me over the past four or five years uh, through music videos, relationships, friendships, just, like, a whole bunch of other things. Like, um, I think as you just grow older, like, you need to be – this is just aside from, like, film stuff. You just got to be open-minded. Um empathetic towards people because you never know what someone's going through um and just like just listen sometimes you know what i'm saying you don't gotta always speak or have an opinion on something so quick because you never know what the other side might be i mean especially like with social media nowadays it's it's a little uh, tough world we live in that people have a lot of like mental mental things going on so um i think just in whatever it is i do i just try to listen to advice be open-minded be empathetic and just be genuine and as true to yourself and authentic as you can be. I think that's really, and no matter what I end up doing from here on out, is what I at least strive or try to do to the best of my degree. Yeah. No, I think that you've done amazing so far. And uh, I can't wait to see what you do next. And you better keep posting those skits because yeah, yeah. I love Yeah, I got another them. one ready to go soon. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we might have to bring Becoming Golden back, right? He seems like the perfect person to do a... a uh, I don't know if you've ever saw that mockumentary series we did, but I'll I think s- I've seen like an episode or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. like kind of a version of, of that. But mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming, man. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, really looking forward to everything you do next, man. Yep. Thank you. I'm excited. Thanks. Yeah, awesome. See you.